I'm going to share this thought because um, I want us to do this in our time now. Um, It's interesting because we often do find it hard to stop and, and we're like, <laughs> Reuben, have to be dragged back to our place of rest. And um, at the root of it, we're often consumed with the need to perform, the need to be accepted, a longing to earn respect, position, authority, value and love. Um, and it actually causes us all that striving to get tired and our souls to be tired. Our spirit knows the way. You know, because it's a regenerated spirit. It's our soul that causes the trouble, our mind, our will and our emotions. And um, the only way that we can get to a place of rest when we get to that point of <laughs> needing to be dragged back um, and, you know, that being like the frog on the lily, lily pad and being poked. And, and we do have triggers. Most of us, if we stop and think, we know perhaps what our triggers are. Yes? Are we self-aware that we know what our triggers are? Um, and, um, and we allow those things to disturb our rest because God didn't make us like that. And you think about it, he didn't create us to be always striving and struggling and wanting it to be, you know, performance and, and pushing all the time. It doesn't mean that we can't have get up and go. I'm not, it's not what I'm talking about because when we actually come to a real place of rest, that gives us energy to fulfil our destiny. It's out of that place of rest that we are able to fulfil our destiny. Um, so I want us to, while we're in the quiet, and the guys are going to keep on playing because it just helps sometimes to be able to just quiet our souls down, um, is to take some time, and I encourage you to do this during the week, even spend like 10 minutes alone. And um, it's a reasonable amount of time. You don't have to have a large amount of time. God can pack in a lot in 10 minutes. And even if it's not perhaps that you can get 10 minutes alone time, because I know that sometimes we had, even when you're driving, not to have noise. Or if you are going to sit somewhere, not to have your phone. Just 10 minutes of complete silence and solitude. And that when we do that, then to ask the Lord to show us... Um, where it is that we aren't in a place of rest. Because as Miriam said, we'll have triggers. So what is it? And you won't be able to really, really nail in on this and hone in on this unless we are quiet and those moments of quiet and solitude being still so that you might see God because then he'll reveal our hearts to us and our minds and our thoughts is what comes up when you're quiet that is not at rest in your soul. Because those are the things that we, God wants us to let him into. Those are the places that we haven't completely surrendered over. Because remember what the word said, surrender over your anxieties. Cease from your striving and you will see that I am God. So what is it that comes up straight away and it's like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm not too good with this. I went for a run yesterday and, I, and that's my time of solitude and um, quiet. And I often will really commune with God. And I was like running along and I was going through the things. What is it that, I, that causes me to be, causes unrest in my spirit? And it was like, you know, it doesn't take long when you actually examine your heart of all the things. But as I ran and as I talked to the Lord, I, I realized that a lot of it is just busyness in my mind of going round and round in circles. And I actually am trusting him with it. It's just sometimes my mind latches on to a negative spin on it. 
So to, to just really go, all right, God, where am I at unrest? Unpack that and start to give it over to him and surrender it to him. And I want us to be able to start to do that process. If I've got you for 10 minutes, I can get you quiet. <laughs> so, um, and, and allow God in to those spaces. Can we do that? If you're listening online, just quiet down, close the door, put your head under the blankets if you're in bed still. <laughs> and um, I encourage you to do this through the week too. So, Lord, I ask right now, Holy Spirit, that you'd help us to quiet down as minds and our hearts, Lord, to go into that deep place with you, to sit on that picnic blanket with you in heavenly places, with a stream flowing by. Speak to us, Lord, from that place of quiet. If there's any place where we're not at rest, would you reveal it to us, Lord, so that we might let you into that space, let you have control, let you put your hand on it so that we might take our hands off. That place of surrender in you. Come Holy Spirit. wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. It's good for us to um, be still. It's good for us to hear what God has to say and the Lord's been really encouraging us this morning just to <laughs> not keep on running away and not be poked and prodded by our little triggers. You know, the enemy knows and uh, he will, he will, yeah. <laughs> and um, to know our hearts, you know, search my God and know my heart because it's like, when, we, when the Lord reveals our own hearts to us, that just causes us to be able to be free, you know, and to be able to get into that place of rest, to be able to know who we are in him and, and be healed up and, and given purpose and clarity about things, you know, and, and where we're not at rest because we can, we can get in a little spin. Well, I can. I don't know if you can. But it's like you just go round and round and round like a little chipmunk on a, what is it, a guinea pig on a tread. Spinny wheel? What are those wheels? Yeah, a little wheel. Um, <laughs> and we need to just jump off and, and go, I'm not going to do it that way. And it has to be a determined choice that we make every day not to get back on that little spinny wheel because that's what we look like. Honest, I think God just shakes his head sometimes and he grabs us off the wheel. And um, not to be triggered you know, so know your heart. Search me, O oh God, so that I would know my heart because you reveal it to me. If there's any anxiety in me, then, then show me where it is so I can surrender it over you. If there's any wicked way in me, if there's any unforgiveness or offence or things where I am allowing stuff in, then cleanse me, Lord, that I might be clean, whiter than snow on the inside. That's God's heart for us because he knows where there's freedom, there is liberty. And he says you are free. It says we have to walk that freedom out. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. But he wants us to be able to be honest and real. And the places where we're not free is the places where we haven't allowed him in or where we're holding tight or we're going, no, no, I'm going to do it my way and we run off and he has to come back and grab us again because he will keep on grabbing hold of us. Sometimes if you're really obstinate, he will let you go a bit further. But he will always come looking for us. He's always calling. He's always searching out for us. He's like the father with the prodigal son. 
And so he doesn't want us to have to be like that. He wants us to sit in our seat with him and our seat of rest. And so as we take communion this morning, you know, we've been doing that, allowing God to search our heart. But make it a habit. It's by means of practice that we're able to enter into this. And we can choose to do it the way we've always done it. And as Justin says, how's that working out for you? Or we can do it God's way. He says, my ways are not your ways. My ways are not your ways. And so it's like, whose way do we choose? And when we say we're a follower of Jesus, then we say, I choose you, Lord. I choose you and I choose you and I keep on choosing you over and over and over again. Even when we want to throw a fit or we want to get obstinate or we want to go, you know what, they deserve, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like we have to choose his ways if we want to have that place of rest and we want to be able to sit in that place of authority and be those people that when we walk into a room, we speak and things change or we let off his, you know, just his presence so close us that when we move and walk and, and go through our day that things happen just because we entered the room. That's how powerful we are. You know, Peter's shadow healed people. When their shadow, his shadow fell on them, they were healed. You know, he'd, they'd, those guys, they'd pray over a handkerchief and that would get passed around the different churches and if they touched it, they'd be healed. There was so much stuff on it. Elijah's bones, his bones in a cave and a soldier that had died and he bumped up against a boast and he was raised to life. That's how much authority, that's who we are. We have the DNA of the creator of the universe abiding on the inside of us, all over us, his presence surrounding us. We're clothed with power, dynamic, dynamis power, the Bible says. But if we keep on getting on that little wheel and doing things the world's way and believing as the world says or our circumstances say or our bodies tell us, we're going to miss what all that God was, has for us. You're not going to miss it all together. But there's such a fullness in God that he wants us to, to take hold of. And you know, sometimes I just want to kick myself up the pants because I get annoyed with myself. I'm like, oh, I did it again. I missed just walking in that fullness again. And God says, hey, stop. Allow me to search your heart so I can reveal to you your anxieties. Surrender them over to me. Cease for your striving and you will see me. You will see me. And when you see God and your circumstances, when you see God and what he says about your life and your future, it'll change things. It's like when Jesus walked in, walks into a room, everything changes. When he walks into your life and you let him in everywhere, everything changes. Amen? You know, sometimes I, I realise that I actually, I don't have any trouble believing that God will bless others. And even praying, Lord, bless them. But I have trouble saying, God, bless me. Or God is going to bless me. And I've been reading the prayer of Jabez to Isaac. And we've been doing this little devotion. And, it's, and Jabez actually said, bless me, God. God, bless me indeed. Bless me. And he's actually, he was not shy about it. He says, God, bless me. But he was able to ask that because he knew that God was good. He knew that God's heart was, I want to bless you. Has knew that all, you know, he remembered, and, and, and the Jewish culture was that they remembered where God had been faithful before, and they would celebrate with a feast. They would celebrate with a big party all the memorials through their yearly calendar. That's why they did it. It wasn't like God saying, well, you know, you gotta, you're going to have this feast, and you've got this feast, and blah, 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 for no apparent reason. It was to, for, to remind his people, remember that I am good. 
Remember that I am faithful. Remember I am true to your, my word. Remember I'm going to bring you through. And so that's why he had them remember and put memorials in place. They'd put a stack of rocks here because God had done something. And every time they walked past that place, they'd remember that God is good. And I think we need to do that. And God's, and Philip was saying, I was like, I, I realised I'm not very good at saying, bless me, God, because religion tells you you shouldn't do that. And I've been taught, don't do that. You know, that's selfish. It's all about everybody else. And it is, but it isn't. It's like God... What, and I mean, why is the prayer of Jabez in the Bible? Bless me indeed, God. And God did. He granted him what he requested. It says that. It's this tiny little scripture in Chronicles. Bless me, God, indeed, and extend and enlarge my territory. And it's like, it's what Christy says, that often we get off the track that God wants us to be in and out of that place of rest and harmony with him and forget our authority and seated in heavenly places because we forget that God is good. That God is good, that he is good and he is faithful and that he is going to perfect everything that concerns us if we stay out of the system of what the world screams at us and stay in God's economy. Amen? So we're going to take communion, remembering that God is good and he's good, God is good all the time. And if it's not good yet, he's not done yet. Yeah, if it's not good, what you can see isn't good yet. That's because God is not done yet. Amen. So let's take communion. Just say, as you take it, say, thank you, Lord, that you are good. That you are good and you are faithful and your mercies endure forever. I'm going to take the offering up, but I just want to share something the Lord's been doing just to encourage you this morning. Um, Philip and I did our budget again a couple of weeks ago and we realized how much food we're eating, and um, well, Ben's eating. <laughs> um, no, that we do go through a lot on groceries and uh, that we used to be very like, all right, let's just do, do a plan for the week and we go to the shop only once a week. But, you know, we kind of just get a bit laid back about it. So we're going back and forth, you know, I will just have this tonight and not having a real plan. So we went, all right, look at our budget. Oh, that's how much we're spending on food. We thought we'd pull back a little bit. And we're like, all right, let's stick to this amount for the week. And this will be interesting. So we, we've been doing that. But as we prayed over it, we said, Lord, you know, it's Philip's 50th next year. And um, you would not believe it, though, would you? A young little spring chicken. Um, but um, <laughs> but uh, one of the things we we're talking about is we'd love to be able to go and visit his cousin in um, Washington State, which is the other side of America that we didn't get to. And so we we're starting to just have a little dream about what we'd like to do. And, um, and so we thought, yeah, that'd be really cool. We'd go and have a white Christmas and things like that. And so that's one of the reasons we're doing our budget and looking at, all right, well, we need to start saving. And, Lord, just to enable us to be able to do that. And, um, you know, whenever you have a dream, there's always going to be a little, you know, it's going to be, all right, we've got to put our faith to it. If, it. if you don't have to put your faith to a dream, it's not big enough. So that's my economy on it. If you, if you can do it easily, then you don't really, you're not really putting your faith out. So, um, so that's, that's our dream is that we want to go to the States and I'd love to go down to California and, and go to Bethel and all those places too. So, um, but we want to have a white Christmas. I want to be a snow angel. So uh, <laughs> I want to make a snow angel. Um, the kids haven't seen snow and Philip's had eight minutes in the snow. So um, that's it. So um, that's our dream. So we were doing our budget and the food was like, whoa, okay. So we want to pull back and we're like, Lord, just, just bless this. 
I can ask for that, you know, like um, God's been really talking about bless me and, you know, and like extend what, what you want to do. And um, Yes, you're entertaining everybody around the world. <laughs> um, and what happened was that, uh, us without her knowing what we've been praying, is that there's been food left over at, at camp and, and, um, and what's been happening is that two meals a, a week from the, since we've prayed that prayer about Lord just enable us, is that she's been bringing these, this food in our door. Like, oh, would you like some pumpkin soup? Would you like leftover chicken curry? And it's not only just fed us. We've had people over every night where she's rung up so that it's not just fed us, but it's fed all our visitors as well. So what would usually have been an extra meal on top of the meal that we've been preparing has been the Lord's just blessed us. And it's like, oh, we're saving two days shopping of food a week right now. And it's like, I've really felt the Lord just saying, see, see, I do want to bless you and I will provide. And if you just put your faith to things, it doesn't necessarily come all in the, always in the same way. I mean, we've had money multiply in the drawer, but right now we're having food multiply. It's like, and as we give and, <laughs> and as we have a heart to not go, oh, we can't have people over, because that's what you could get like. No, we've got a budget. We can't afford to have people over. We don't want to go to the shop. No. When we're generous and we're open and we say, Lord, just bless this and this is what we want to do. He supplies and he doesn't just give us one day. He gives us more days. And I just wanted to encourage you. Go to the Lord and, and let him search your heart about what your dreams are, what he has for you. And then put your faith to it and see what God will do. And when you're a giver, you cannot outgive God. He will just keep on giving back to you in abundance. And uh, I just want to encourage you this morning, just give knowing that God's going to give back. And um, he will bless you indeed. Amen? So, Isaac, you can go around with Offering Bucket now. If you give online, you can go to jesuscentral.today and click the Donate button and um, be blessed as you do that, knowing that God will provide for not just your needs but for also your heart's desires and the plan he has for you too. All right, let's pray. Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you that when we quiet our hearts that you bring us peace, that you bring us rest, and I pray that you would help us to do that wherever we are, Lord, um, throughout the day, even if it's just turning off the noise as we're travelling in the car, that we might quiet our hearts and focus on you for a, a time and really be still and know and see that you are God that we would be people who learn to live freely and easily and lightly with you, Lord, that your yoke is easy, that you want us to fulfill the de destiny and plans that you have for us and you know that we have to stay off the spinny wheel to do that, that we have to walk a different path to do that, that we need to not be motivated by triggers around us to do that. So, Father, as we go through this week, I pray by your Holy Spirit that you would help us, that you would guide us, that you would strengthen us, Lord, do you provide for us not just our needs, but our dreams as well. I pray every body healed, where there's any sickness that would drop off, or if there's anything out of line that it would come back into line, where finances have been tight, Lord, I pray blessing that, Lord, you would bless us indeed and extend and enlarge our territory. Lord, that as we ask of you, that you would grant our requests according to your word. We pray in Jesus' precious name. And we all said, Amen. Amen. Be blessed indeed this week. If you're listening online, tomorrow night starts at 7. If you have prayer requests, just flick them through online as we come on. And uh, yeah, have an awesome, awesome blessed day.